The main problems the New York Knicks are facing right now is that they have a size concern with Mitchell Robinson and Jericho Sims being out. They have shooting concerns and they have spacing concerns. The only way for Leon Rose to fix this issue is by making a trade. But just because the Knicks need to make a trade does not mean they need to be desperate. Because oftentimes when you're desperate, you end up making the wrong move. And right now, there is somebody available on the trade market that the Knicks need to avoid at all costs. Today, we're going to break down exactly who that player is and why the Knicks must avoid him. We're going to break down this and so much more today. So be sure you're subscribed to the channel and have notifications turned on so you don't miss a second of the new content. And now, let's get started. The Knicks must avoid Clint Compella at all cost. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Troy, why would you avoid somebody like Clint Capella? You just lost Mitchell Robinson, and if you're looking rebounding right now, it was Mitchell Robinson number one, and I believe right after him, it was Clint Capella. So if you add him, you get that defensive monster and that rebounding demon like you had in Mitchell Robinson. Why wouldn't you want to make the move? Well, I'll tell you why in just a second, but let's go into why this is even a case because according to Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports, the best big man for the taking before the deadline could very well be Hawks Clint Capella. Atlanta dangled Capella this past offseason, league sources told Yahoo Sports, and held significant discussions with the Dallas Mavericks before talks fell apart. The Hawks have left rival teams with the impression that they are open to moving one of, if not both, Capella and DeAndre Hunter, whom Atlanta discussed with Indiana, Detroit, and Toronto this offseason. Shout out to Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports for giving us this update about who's available on the trade market. Honestly, this would have not even been a discussion if this report didn't exist. The fact that Clint Capella is on the trade market is why we're having this discussion. Because he's available, the Knicks are obviously going to look at him and potentially target him. And you may ask yourself, why would they look at him when there are other big men available on the table, on the open market? Well, the only reason for that is, if you look at just rebounding rates, and you look at who is leading the charge at Mitchell Robinson, who is right next to him? If you look at that, it's hard not to understand why the Knicks would potentially look at Kent Capella as a potential trade target. Shout out to Sports Illustrated for reporting the following. At the time of his injury, Robinson was one of two active NBA players who have pulled down at least 100 offensive rebounds this season. Now that he's out, the Knicks could go after the other. That person, Clint Capella of the Atlanta Hawks. He's 29, by the way, and according to Sports Illustrated, he would fit the Knicks system well, as his style of play is very similar to Robinson's. They both use their size and length to dominate on the defensive side of the ball as well as the boards. Capella has a bit of an advantage on the offensive side though, averaging a double-double with 11.8 points, almost doubling Robinson's 6.2 this year, and 10.7 total rebounds. The kid is a walking double-double. I'm not saying he's not talented. He is talented. He's very talented. Again, Walking double-double, better in terms of his offensive touch around the rim than Mitch's. So I can understand why some people may want the Knicks to go after him. And again, as mentioned, in terms of offensive rebounding, when you lose Mitchell Robinson, if you could go ahead and substitute him with somebody like Clint Capella, 
you might not be able to tell the difference in terms of losing Robinson because that's how impactful he is in terms of the rebounding rate he does with any team he would be a part of. He can pull down rebounds with the best of them. So we have to acknowledge that and we have to acknowledge what he's done in the NBA right behind Mitchell Robinson. He is very good in terms of rebounding. His style of play, his fit with this Knicks team, in terms of what this Knicks team needs right now to help shore up their front court, Clint Capella actually checks a lot of boxes. So you may be asking yourself, why am I saying that the New York Knicks should avoid trading for him? Why should the Knicks not make this move for Clint Capella? There's a lot of reasons why I believe it, but there's one main reason. And it's really because of his contract. According to Sports Illustrated, Capella is in a first year of a $45.4 million contract extension, but Atlanta seems content on using Okongwu as their primary center as they just signed him to an extension of his own, four years, $62 million. Breaking down Capella's contract just a little bit more, you can see another reason why I don't want the Knicks to make this trade. For this season, Capella is set to earn $20 million. He signed this new contract on September 1st, and it's a two-year contract extension with the Hawks worth $45 million, fully guaranteed. The 2023-2024 and 2024-2025 NBA seasons are part of this contract, and Capella will be an unrestricted free agent in the 2025 offseason. For reference, our starting center, who's better than Clint Capella in terms of defense, is making $15 million this year and is on a descending contract. That means next year, he makes a little bit less. The year after, he makes a little bit less. He has one of the best contracts in terms of a center in the league. Clint Capella, $20 million. You're taking a $20 million hit to your cap if you add him. And by the way, if you add him, you're going to have to move a lot of players in that type of deal. And maybe you might be thinking, well, that's okay. We can get DeJounte Murray as well too. Okay, if you do that, you're going to have to move even more players in that type of deal. He is not worth it. He is not worth being paid that deal. When he's finished with that deal, there is nothing stopping him from going into unrestricted free agency and signing with a different team. So you might trade significant assets for him now, never get them back. He'll walk in basically two years and you'll have nothing to show for it. That's why the Knicks must avoid this trade. You do this trade if you're desperate because this is the trade that looks good. It looks great on paper. Oh, you lost Mitchell Robinson. He was one of your best offensive rebounders and you can add somebody like Clint Capella. Why not do it? He was right behind Mitchell Robinson in terms of offensive rebounding. You can add him to the team. It'll be like you never lost Mitchell Robinson and you can still go ahead and make that playoff push this year. Absolutely. Who's to say you can't make that playoff push still with Isaiah Hartenstein starting instead of Clint Capella being here? Who's to say you can't do that? Why would you give up more assets for Clint Capella when he could be gone in a year or two? What's the point in doing that? And also, are there better centers available right now that you could potentially go after besides Clint Capella? Younger centers potentially that you could go after besides Clint Capella. I'm not saying Capella is that old. 29 is not very old, especially with this Knicks team. That's actually a perfect age for this Knicks team. However, like I said before, are there other talented big men you could go after? One name that always comes to mind, and I just dropped the video about him as well too. So if you haven't checked that video out yet, please make sure you do. I got to say him again, 
Daniel Gafford. You're talking about young, athletic, and in terms of what he can do, what he can provide to a team or a roster. He's the better fit. He's the better add. He's the guy you go after because if you don't keep Isaiah Hartenstein this offseason, boom, he automatically becomes the backup insurance and your backup center right behind Mitchell Robinson. Perfect. You get Click Capella, he makes $20 million. When Mitchell Robinson comes back, what are you doing? How are you doing anything? Are you going to start Mitch? Mitch is coming off the bench. Are you going to start Click Capella? Is he coming off the bench? $20 million off your bench? I don't think so. His contract is fully guaranteed for the next two years. I don't think so. He is not the right ad. I know it looks good. He does a lot of things that the Knicks need, especially the walking double-double part. I get it. Again, this is not a knock toward him or his talent. He is talented. When you are a walking double-double, you are talented. That is hard to do. So the fact that he can do that, all the credit and props to him. If Mitchell Robinson was a walking double-double and his defense where it is, we would probably put him up there as one of the best centers in the entire NBA. So we cannot just shut down what double-doubles mean. But that contract, how long he's going to potentially stay with this team, the assets you're going to potentially have to give up in a trade for him, it just doesn't make sense to me. Especially when you have players like Daniel Gafford waiting in the wings for you that you could potentially go after, add, and in my opinion might give you the same impact or might just be just a little bit of a better fit than Clint Capella is for this team. Sometimes you have to look around the league, find opportunity and seize it. But you also have to be a smart GM or president and have to understand when opportunity is disguised as something that's not opportunity. Clint Capella is something that looks like it's an opportunity. It looks nice. But honestly, when you take a very close look at it, It's not an opportunity. It's something that the Knicks need to and must absolutely avoid. And I hope that they do. But what about you guys? What do you think about this entire situation? And would you go after Clint Capella from the Atlanta Hawks? Let me know in the comments below, guys, because honestly, I would love to hear from you. But that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. And of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.